One of these days, gonna see the hand that took the nails for me. Ransom built for me. One of these days, gonna walk the streets of gold that were paid for me. Hey Denise, nice to see you girl. So now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. I thought we'd lead in with this song for a few minutes because this is a really good song, don't you think? One of these days, gonna see the hands that took the nails from me. Gonna hold the I'm not sure there's gonna be keys in heaven. Sure. One of these days, gonna see my Savior face to face. One of these days. Yeah, this is an old song by FFH called One of These Days, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Glad that you're here with us today. Glad that you have joined us. We, um, we here have done a, a different thing today on our show because uh, we're here late. We're here at 4 o'clock central time as opposed to two o'clock our normal time and i have to take these off because these are for distance and i can't see when they're on <laughs> i thought I, I thought i could actually see my phone better but i just can't anyway but anyway um so me and bareface have come to a decision a couple of decisions actually number one if you're listening to this this is our last episode on blog talk radio and um, I've I've actually surprisingly gotten some feedback about this more than I thought I would get, to be honest. Um, and the truth is that um, there's still not enough for me to go back to Blog Talk Radio and say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and and <laughs> stay subscribed to it because it's not worth it. The return on investment doesn't help anybody. But here's the thing: we're going to look at a different platform where we can do that. So those of you, like I know some of you there in the chat room who Periscope eats up your phone, let me just say here, um, because I love you, I have no problem whatsoever sending you the file because it doesn't take me long to rip the file here. 
uh, from the video of Periscope. I just have to download it, and I do that anyway. What's frustrating to me about Blog Talk Radio was it wasn't recording our live feed. And if the service isn't going to work consistently, then I'm not going to pay them. Uh, and plus, I'm skeptical about the numbers. I mean, let's be honest. The numbers aren't, I mean, you know, 6,000 downloads a month, and I only hear from three people on Blog Talk Radio. I, I just, I have a hard time believing that that's accurate, even though they keep saying it's accurate. So if you're listening to this episode on Blog Talk Radio, what you can do is you can go over to BibleNewsRadio.com. You can join my email list and keep informed of where I'm going to be putting the new podcast because we will continue it, but I can't. Blog Talk Radio has given me issues for years, literally years, and uh, I just can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. But here's the other thing me and Randall are also going to do. We're going to change the time of our show. We've been doing our show um, here um, at two o'clock we've been doing we started broadcasting our show at noon when we lived in California which is two o'clock here um, and <clears throat> life circumstances have basically caused us to consider to reconsider when we do the show so not starting in July but starting in August uh, we're going to start doing our show in the evening again at uh seven o'clock central time so that's eight eastern and what is it um five pacific six mountain <laughs> so basically what we're doing is we're we're gonna flip what we're doing so at two o'clock a couple times a week we'll do our daily disciple time in the afternoon and then in the evening we'll go ahead and actually do bible news radio which is going to be a big adjustment because for me I currently book my guests in the afternoon, uh, so it will be interesting to see how many will accommodate to evening hours. Um, we think it will be better for us here on Periscope because I think the audience will grow in the evening, but that's not even really the reason we're doing it. We're really doing it because Randall and I have so much other work we got to do, and this really cuts into our day. Um, for me, taking care of my dad, it's it's very difficult for me to see my dad anytime except on the weekend because I'm doing this and I'm doing other stuff and um, he doesn't live close to me. So, it, you know, I'm an hour in the car just doing that. I can't do that. I just can't do it anymore. So uh, because I already have half of July booked already <laughs> and my guests are already booked at the two o'clock time, we're going to go ahead and start the evening. Uh, we'll start doing Bible News Radio at seven o'clock um, in uh, in August. So uh, so hopefully that won't mess any of you up, but we're just giving you enough time so you know. Plus, there's always arch archives anyway. So yeah. I don't know. Put a one if that if you if you're happy about that decision, because because you know I I don't know because I know some people can't listen because they're at work, but now this will mean you can listen because you're not at work. So I don't know. So one okay yeah. So Jeff's Jeff's saying you like that. That's good. Well, you're a pillar of our community. Denise is a pillar of our community. Um, Patricia and I don't know some other I'm sure everybody will deal with it I mean you know I know if my favorite radio show changed or podcast changed I'd be like okay I'll listen to you still <laughs> wherever you go I'll follow you I did it with Janet Parshall so yeah, the nice thing about being a small broadcasting company i.e. two <laughs> it's just us two people is that we're flexible that way 
you know we can change schedules we don't have to notif we don't have to reprint stuff or change billboards or or yeah. uh, change the tv guide listing anything like that <laughs> we well, just say hey we're moving the time yeah well here's a month's notice yeah it's and i mean it's on it's on demand so you know you can do it on demand too anyway but but um who's uh, not saying that we rock I, I don't actually know. Um, I can't see it very well. <laughs> faded I'm, off before. I'm debating I'm... you guys about these new glasses. See, these are for distance only, but but I'm what I'm finding is that um, I might need to get progressive lenses and just wear them all the time. I'm not sure yet. I'm kind of resisting it because, you know, I, that's why I paid for surgery a gazillion years ago. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, change is hard, but you know, one yeah. thing one I, we all know that you'd want conservative lenses instead, but that was such a bad joke. I know, and poorly timed. Hi Virginia. And you love us all. Okay, it was Virginia, to... uh, the purple or the hmm? sort of Yeah, we don't see your face though. Lavender color. Think that said you guys rock. Mm. We don't really rock. But thank you. Okay, so let me tell you, this is other thing. Um, okay, so here's the deal. You're probably wondering, oh, why were you late today? Okay, because I went and played pickleball this morning, right? Okay, you guys know I play pickleball a lot. In fact, I'm getting buff, man, just so you know. I'm building some muscles here. Anyway, um, by the way, I played good because I have these glasses now. I can actually see, just so you know. I can see the ball. Um, and I ended up playing longer than normal. And it was really kind of odd because normally I, I play for two hours and then I come home and I get ready to, um, you know, do the, do this, um, or go do stuff for my dad and then eat lunch, then do this, whatever it is, you know, I get, I have a schedule anyway. Um, and so here's, here's the thing. So, but something inside me, and this, I believe it was the Lord told me, you know what, you need to stay longer today and just keep playing. And so 10.30 rolled around, and I was kind of like, okay, I, you know, because I was starting to feel a little bit anxious, but I thought, eh, free-for-all Friday is piece of cake. I don't have to really prepare for it because it's free-for-all Friday, right? So I ended up staying around, and by the time I got out, I actually, it was probably after 11. It was after 11 because I waited to play another game, which we killed it. Me and Kelly did. We killed it. We just, we killed the guys that we were playing. We would, didn't literally kill them, but we wiped, I mean, it was 10-0. I mean, we just, we kicked their butt. It was awesome. <laughs> but then again, Kelly is a great player. And other people were pretty good too. Anyway, bottom line, it was nice to, to, to beat them. But anyway, um, not that I'm competitive, but I kind of am. So anyway, so as I, as I was walking out, um, the rec, the rec center, uh, there's a young man who I have seen like for a lot, for the last year or whatever. Um, and, um, anyway, he was sitting on the bench kind of, and he was reading the Bible and I'm, you know, I've said hi to him numerous times, but he was reading the Bible and, and, um, I, I noticed it. So I said, Hey, what are you doing? He said, I'm reading the Bible. I'm trying to learn about Joseph. And I said, Joseph, why are you trying to learn about Joseph? And he said, well, because, you know, they, they basically told me, you know, that I'm kind of like Joseph. And, and, and I said, oh, I, well, I, I can tell you about 
Joseph because he was like, can you tell me about Joseph? And I said, sure. So I gave him kind of a thumbnail sketch of Genesis and what, you know, the story of Joseph. And anyway, he just had a gazillion questions. And the more I talked to him, the more I was like, you know, this, he really wants to talk. I mean, he was really struggling with just wanting a gazillion questions, a young man, 23. Um, and, and so, uh, I, I said to him, I said, so can I, can I see your Bible? Cause it was huge. It's like this big, thick thing. And he's like, sure. And so I take it and it's like this big, huge. And I look at the side of it and on it, it says, um, the Holy Bible, the Book of Mormon, Doctrines and Covenants, Pearl of Great Price. And I said, oh, I said, because I said, well, where do you go to church? He said, I go to the LDS church. I said, oh, and this is when I noticed the book, how big it was. So he, he told me he doesn't really believe or really buy into the Mormon church much, but they're nice people. And so he said, I really, he said, do you have time? I just got a lot of questions. And I said, yeah, I got all, I have all the time you need. So I went and got a Snickers bar, true story. <laughs> and then, you know, so I didn't pass out from not having a banana today. I ran out of bananas. So anyway, when you run out of bananas after playing a couple hours of pickleball, you eat a Snickers bar. Okay, just saying. Anyway, so then I called Randall. I said, hey, this guy, he really, you know, I think he really needs to talk about God and spiritual things. So will you please, you know, can I cam, can I you know, can I have the guy come over to our house? And Randall said, sure. And uh, so anyway, so the, the, the guy came to our house and for over two hours, um, he was here and me and Randall got to share the gospel with him a million different ways. Um, and, uh, share our testimonies with him. We both shared our personal testimony. Um, I was able to give him a living Bible, which I know is a paraphrase, but, uh, this is a young guy who has some reading comprehension issues. And so we did that and I gave him a, a, a different book and everything. But but he was feeling like not a lot of hope in the beginning, not wanting to live. And after we talked to him, we basically, um, you know, gave him some hope. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're late. It's always a good thing to do that, and hence the title of this episode: spiritual sensitivity. Um, at least on on uh, Periscope, I forget what the blog talk title was. But the title on blog talk is: "This is our last episode on Blog Talk all Radio." Right. Well, I'm sorry, is, I'm just kind of a little emotional, but well, rightly so. These you should be sensitive mm -hmm. to the things of God and the things of the Spirit, and. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the encouragement to, you know, Stacy was sensitive to the spirit. Uh, a simple thing like stay late, you know, and then when she encountered this guy, you know, rather than say, oh, look at it, oh, you know, Book of Mormon, Pearl of Great Price, I don't have time to get into this, <laughs> you know, not this again or whatever, but, you know, it's a, you know, sensing that, uh, this guy really wanted to talk, had questions, and knowing that um, she had answers, that we'd be able to provide answers, you know, I just wonder how many times we 
miss divine opportunities but because we have our own agenda you know proverbs uh three tells us in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths you know what i was just meditating on that verse yesterday yeah so all our ways you know whatever way we're going stop it ava is that you dear oh i don't um can i read it in the amplified though Sure, go I, for it. Because I just got the Amplified Bible, which is very cool. Yeah. I was, I was like going, okay, God, look. Because I'm studying Revelation, of course. So I need the Amplified Bible to do that. <laughs> no, I don't. But it was one Bible I didn't have, so I love the Bible. I'm sure there's... A lot. Okay, so it's actually uh, Pro- Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which says, trust in... Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and, rec- and recognize him, and he will make your paths straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Now, the New American Standard says, trust in, your, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths NIV, I think, says he'll make your path straight. And either way, the point is he'll, he'll direct your path, which is what Randall was basically saying. Right. So, Randall, what was, your, uh, what was your experience as far as talking to Larry? Larry's his name, by the way. Uh, just give me a, a moment here. Okay. Um, because I wanted to... Uh, look up the Hebrew word for. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, you know. For ways. You know, it's funny because when somebody's telling you they have a gazillion questions about God, and here's the irony of it all, and this is what I told Larry. I said, you know, what's interesting to me is that we're here at the rec center. I've seen this guy like numerous times, like throughout the last year or so. It's just weird. You know how sometimes you see somebody and they, they like, you know, they like, uh, you know, you just, you just hit it off instantly. Well, this is a big guy. He's big. I mean, he's like a basketball player type guy. You know, <laughs> it's huge. But he's got such a sweet softness about him, and um, very, uh, just very kind eyes, very um, gentle. You know, um, and a, le- a little bit of a learning disability, which I c- I noted right away. Um, and we just, you know, started talking. And I told him, I said, you know, don't you think it's weird that out of all the people, here you are sitting in Tennessee and you're reading a Bible, which also has all these other books, which really aren't biblical. But you're reading this, you have these questions, all these Christians walking around, nobody talks to you. And I come out late and we start having a conversation. I said, do you really think that this is a mistake? <laughs> and then I told him my famous feminine pad coupon story which I don't know, I'm sure some of you are sick of hearing that story, but it really, that story is so uh, poignant. It's so, it, it it was one of those pillars in my life where it's kind of like God really just went, man. And I don't know how many of you, how many of you, put on one if you've heard the, the, fem, the feminine pad coupon story. Because if there's people in here who haven't heard it, then then I'll share it, but I won't share the long version. I'll share the short version. (laughs) 
so you, so you kind of get an idea about being sensitive to the Lord because sometimes you just don't know. So okay, so, so Mia has, you haven't. Okay, so Gloria, you haven't heard it. Um, <clears throat> Jeff, you haven't heard this, Jeff. Really? I'm surprised by that. Okay. No? Yeah, okay. You want to hear it? Okay. Okay. All right. So this 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 story is is illustra uh, illustrates something. Okay, you haven't heard it either? Okay. I guess more people haven't heard it, but a lot of you have heard it. So, well, okay. All right. So when I lived in California, um there was one day I checked my mail and I and I got coupons in the mail. And one coupon in particular jumped out at me because I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually a coupon I can use. It was for Always Feminine Protection. Yes, that's what I use, people, just so you know. Now you know something so intimate and personal about me, but whatever, bygones. Um, so I, w I was kind of like <laughs> super excited that I got this coupon. And to make a very long story short, I got it on Monday and it was for Target, which was literally like a five-minute drive to go to and um and and I told Randall I said I I need to go to a Target and and use this coupon and he's like just do it I'm like yeah I don't want to do it I mean I'm a woman who does not like to shop okay just saying I'm not a I'm not a big shopper so Monday I was like no Tuesday this coupon was bugging me still and I kept going I really probably should go to Target I didn't do it Wednesday same thing. Thursday, same thing. Friday, same thing. Just being harassed by this coupon. Finally, Saturday shows up and about one o'clock in the afternoon, I tell Randall, man, I really should go to Target and just get the feminine protection. I just, cause I got this coupon. I can save like a buck. Randall's like, go ahead and do it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. But it kept bugging me. Finally, about four o'clock, Randall said, just do it. I'm like, fine, I'll go do it. So I got in my car drove down to Target, literally coupon in hand, and walked straight for the feminine pad aisle, and there was a woman standing there. Her name's Linda. And I said to her, fancy meeting you here. That was literally what I said to her. Literally. Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> this coupon brought me here. Now the irony of it all. Now that, you know. But anyway. It's just, she's like, what's a coupon? And I said, here's, I said, it came in the mail. I happen to use this. I don't know what you use. I detected an accent, didn't know where she was from, but we started talking. I had on my Mission Network News shirt, which said, be a doer of the word on it, Mission Network News, and she, she noticed it. And um, so I said to her, um, so she said, well, what's, what's that? And so I told her it was a ministry uh, that works to missionaries. And I said, yeah, I said, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I said, I'm really into, to, I love missions, evangelism, etc." I said, in fact, my husband and I are, are with the Gideons International. Have you ever heard of them? Well, just then her husband walks up with their daughter. The Holy Spirit falls on me, his peace. And she says, oh, oh, yes, yes, I have. My husband and me happen to be the president of the auxiliary and the Gideons of the whole nation of, of Iceland. I go, you're kidding me. And she's like, no. And I'm like, wow, what's the likelihood that I would meet the president of the camp of the whole nation of Iceland in Target by the feminine pads? You know, just saying. And uh, anyway, long story short, um, I said, well, that's amazing because, you know, my husband happens to be the president of the camp here in the city of Orange. And and um, 
And they go, you're kidding. And I'm like, no. And they said, we have been praying to meet that person all week. All right. So, so I, I was still shocked. I mean, this was before we had smartphones, like super the way that they were. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll give you my, my address. And, and literally for like an hour, I stayed there and talked to these people about God and all this other stuff. Well, it turned out that they were legitimate. It really was true that they really were from Iceland. They really were the president of that camp. And my husband just happened to be, just happened to be the president of the camp that they were looking for. Cause in the Gideons, they don't share info among camps. It's let alone from one nation to another. Not, not very readily. No. I mean, if you ask, you can, yeah. you can, through a few degrees, you can, yeah. So, so, but here's the, the, the most amazing thing. Linda had been on the other side of Target and she was wandering around and she told her husband, you know, I think I'm going to go back there. And he was kind of irritated. Like, well, why do you have to go back walking across the, the store again? We've been here all week, you know? And she says, I don't know. I just should go and just go over there. And so literally, if you could just picture this, here I am, coupon in hand and, I walk right to the feminine pad aisle and she's literally standing there and I say, fancy meeting you here. I should get her on our show because, you know, we're still in touch. But I mean, seriously, people, God can't, he speaks to you and he directs your steps. And I've never forgot that lesson about God directing steps ever. And, you know, when I moved here to Tennessee, one of the things that I was thinking was, you know, it's interesting the street we ended up on. It, it, it's interesting the various people that we met. Even how we got to the current church we attend is all a very interesting story because I had nothing to do with it. And um, and so there it is with this, this kid, you know. I mean, I've been seeing him, saying hi, talking about God off and on. But today it was just one of those, you know, like, no, this is, this is the most important thing you're going to do today is talk to this young man about who God is. Because when he decides and he comprehends who Christ is completely, he said he was raised in the church. But when he really gets it, I think this guy has a call on his life to become a pastor or something. Because that was the main thing that he, he wants to do is just do what God wants him to do. And I believe it. I believe it. But he has to come to the point where where he will, will get it, you know, um, you know, and, and I can honestly tell you the other thing that this, this, uh, uh, raises to me is that, you know, the Bible says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore beseech the Lord of the harvest and go out and share, right. That, that we always talk about fruit and, um, you know, growing, you know, spiritual fruit and stuff. There's a lot of ripe fruit out there that that is ripe for picking you guys and i'm thinking you know we get so bogged down because we we sow all the time right we sow but how much but so many of us don't get to reap <laughs> you know here i'll just go ahead and throw and sow you know um yeah i agree with you uh gloria i actually do about that you know but he, and but it but it's cool too because you're like going okay all right this is Let's just see what God does. So anyway, so did you find what you were looking for? Um, yeah, the moment is far past. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to talk about Proverbs 3 and that word acknowledge in all your ways. That means your journeys, your acts, your, you know, 
it's not just all your ways like your inclinations but everything you're doing where you're going and and commit it to the lord i think of um acts chapter 8 you know when philip well first it was an angel that told him go down toward gaza toward the south but while it was there you know the ethiopian eunuch in the chariot by it was the spirit that told the holy spirit that told hey go join yourself to that chariot um he wasn't sure why you know it's once he got up there he heard him uh uh, you know, reading from from Isaiah, uh, specifically Isaiah chapter 53, as we know it. But, you know, he was obedient to go down, but then uh, tells us an angel of the Lord told him to go down there, but didn't say what for. <laughs> he just he was obedient and he went. And, um, you know, he rose up and he went. But then while he was down there, Holy Spirit says, hey, go Go join yourself up with that chariot. <laughs> no explanation again, but he was obedient. You know, he was, uh, I could see, you know, an angel of the Lord appears and says, hey, go down here, you know, a little, but, you know, that still small voice says, hey, go get up to that chariot and, uh, you know, get up next to it. You know, it's no explanation why, but it was, he knew why once he got up there and he was ready to, you know, beginning right there with Isaiah to preach the gospel of this guy. So, well, you know, you know um, and I, I'm guilty. There are times that I've doubted, was that was that the spirit or was that me? You know, just my, you know, well-wishing, whatever. But, you know, so what? So what if I'm wrong? It wasn't the spirit. It was just my good wishes, and it turns out to be a flop. So what, you know? If it is the spirit, you know, and it's a divine appointment, and I take it, then you know, glory to God and, and, and thrills to me as I'm walking in the plan of God and being used by him. Um, if it turns out to be, you know, I didn't hear him right. Then yeah. It kind of, so what? But you gotta ask yourself though too, like, um, like with Larry, my, you know, when somebody says, I really want to know more about God, I want, and I quote, I want to learn everything you guys know today. If possible. Uh, yeah, good luck, Larry. We can't do it one day, just so you know. But you got to ask yourself, would the devil be asking that question? <laughs> you know? Right. One of the things, and this is the thing. What's interesting, though, too, is that you, um, one of the one of the first things Larry said to me before we even left the, the, the rec center was, he said, do you teach Bible classes by any chance? <laughs> now, that's funny, right? Isn't that funny to you guys? But what's really funny to me is he's like, and I'll give you money. I'll pay you. <laughs> okay. No. Well, he said I only have a couple of cents. I said that's oh. okay. You don't have to give me the money. But yeah. what's funny is, you know, I've been searching and and trying to figure out how is God leading me and you, and this whole journey with quote Bible News Radio. Mm -hmm. My heart has been a teacher for my whole life. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I'm a teacher, just not the, the way that I expected to be. Um, but, you know, when Larry said that, it made me laugh because I was like, okay, Lord, look, you're trying to tell me something here. You have already had three people come to me individually who don't know each other and say, why don't you put together some Bible classes so I can buy and listen to online? Uh, and I'm like, okay, good. So, uh, okay, bye. So I, I was like, thanks for coming in, Gloria. Um, so I was kind of like laughing going, Okay, I'm, this is just kind of confirmation again that, you know, what we're doing is a good thing. Hey, mister. Um, 
And which is why, let me tell you, and and hopefully by the end of July, I'll have out my first uh, class. It's going to be called Your Secrets Are Not Secret. And it's really a teaching that, it's a teaching I actually gave about four years ago. Um, and and it's really one that, that I believe God gave me. And it really talks about, um, well, how your secrets aren't secret. And it's a call to authenticity, but it's biblical. We look at David and we look at Jonah. And there's some surprising info in it. Anyway, so right now I'm... I, I'm paying for somebody to transcribe the, the audio that I have of it. And I'm working on, I'm waiting for that transcript to get back. But once that gets back, then I'm going to take what I taught and I'm going to put it into a classroom format over at teachable.com. And you'll be able to, to be a, you know, buy it, be a part of this, the classroom there. Um, you know, it's just another way to, to grow in your, your walk with the Lord. I mean, there's a gazillion places you can learn. And this is some, this is the conversation I've struggled with, with a lot of people. But finally, my business coach told me, she said, you know, did it ever occur to you that God wants you to teach certain people and your audience comes to you? I'm like, no. (laughs) I said, well, you know, there's a lot of people who could teach the Bible by me. And they're like, well, why do people come and listen to you? Why, why do you think that's the case? I don't, you know, you know, God will use you to disciple people that he wants you to disciple. Duh. I'm like, okay, good. All right. So, so I could teach the book of Romans, let's say differently than some other person could teach it, but you could still learn it. And maybe God will learn something, by the way, I'm not teaching the book of Romans, but, um, but it's just the point. So, um, anyway, so that's something you can be praying for. Also, um, but see, here's the other thing. You guys can be praying about becoming a pillar of our community, too, because the more pillars of the community that we have to help uphold us financially, the less work I have to do for other people, build their ministries and businesses, and the more I can focus on what God's really called me to do, which is what I'm trying to do. Um, But if we don't have the, the money financially to do that, then then it's really difficult. And I know some people are going, well, why don't you just get a job outside? And I can tell you that I... <laughs> and they say it just like They do that. pretty much, actually. The snarky people do. <laughs> um, and I will tell you, I freelance with three people right now. And, um, you know, it takes up most of my time when I'm not doing this. So, uh, so we're, you know, and the reason I freelance is because I take care of my dad. And... You know, it's when you're taking care of an elderly person that's unstable with their health and everything, you can't, it just, it's just not, we're just not called to it. Okay. Just so you know. But so those of you who want to become a pillar of the community, you can either donate through our website, biblenewsradio.com. There's PayPal link there. Uh, or you can become a Patreon. And if you go to patreon.com forward slash Bible news, you can set up a monthly donation there. Um, and there's different levels. I started out at $3 a month for people who, like, you're really not sure you want to really give us money, but you like us, kind of. So you'll give us 3 bucks a month. <laughs> uh, $5, uh, there is a $10, there is 25 there is 50 and then there's 100 So you can pick your, your one that you can do. And then, of course, we have Ariel Ministries, which also... Uh, sponsors the show and you can go to ariel.org uh, for 
well, that's it. You don't have to, there's no forward slash. Just go to ariel.org and you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. And right now they are, they have a sale on D.L. Cooper's uh, Messianic series, seven volume books there where you can actually save 20% on that. Um, and I don't know. I, I mean, I know people don't want to just buy books, but maybe it's just me. If I could get seven bucks, seven books for like 25 bucks and change, I don't care what seven books they are. If they're biblical, I'll get them just to have them because I'm a bibliophile. I love books. But anyway, if you want to do that, you can see the link there on the screen or you can go over to our pinned Twitter page and you can um, just click the pin link there, go through and you can uh, you can get that. So that is that. And this is the other thing too, having more time to get other sponsors too uh, also will help me to have more time to do the studying and the teaching that I actually am called to do beyond this. So that's our story, people. And we're sticking to it. <laughs> yep. It's cool. You know, it's totally cool. So do you want to share anything? Because see, Randall, he goes into the, the juvenile detention center all, almost every weekend and shares the gospel with kids mm-hmm. who are in there. Sometimes not because they really need to be in there, but because of stupid circumstances they get right. stuck in the middle of. Right. But uh, I'm really thankful that that particular um, detention center, which is privately owned, mm-hmm. but used by the state system, yeah, um, is open to us, open to having us there. And that's pretty cool. Uh, more than real calling. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, well, it's just when you, uh, you know, when you know the lord when uh you know it's really it's all him that he's given you a future and a hope uh it's uh, no kind of hard not to share that yeah i know that i know that i know that you guys have been having some connection problems that that happens we're all trying to connect aren't we, <laughs> <laughs> we need connection. We're, we're all trying to connect on some level that was supposed to be funny you guys just so you know um <laughs> it was funny come on the lost come in all ages yes okay yeah but so anyway so um so that's basically you know you know randall and i are called to be missionaries i mean that's the bottom line i remember you know because you know randall can be walking across the parking lot and somebody will stop him and say are you a pastor and that's happened like a few times and i always laugh nah just uh i think it's funny just a couple of times that's what i said a few times well just two i can think of two two in your whole life okay one i was i was wearing a tie-in jacket and carrying a bible so that's so that's understandable <laughs> and then and then just when you and i went uh to the open house for the uh pregnancy center middle tennessee you know oh that's right open house for their they just got their ultrasound unit oh and we just walked in the door and we were just i don't know probably said a sentence or two and some said are you a pastor i I don't know i don't know what led them to ask that question maybe because we were concerned about a pregnancy crisis pregnancy center i don't know hey andrea <clears throat> Thanks for inviting people, everybody. And there's Cheryl and Melanie yeah. and 
other people I can't see. I can't see all your pictures. But um but because you're not wearing your glasses. Again. Well, no, it's because the pictures are small. They are small. Just wait a minute. <laughs> I just kicked myself out. Okay, there we go. Um that happens. Yeah. So, you know, so it is kind of fun, you know. I always thought, you know, everybody has a testimony. Mm-hmm. Everybody has um you know, really divine appointments. And so, like I started to say, you know, like when we moved here to Tennessee, number one, I never knew where we, I mean, I never even heard of this place. But have you guys ever thought about, have you ever just thought about all the people that you know? All the people that you have contact with, you know? And you wonder why it's those people. You ever think about that? You ever think about why is it those people? You know? Why those people and not other people? Because that's your sphere of influence God put you in for a reason, right? Like you can go to, uh, uh, like, like I, I remember when I first moved here, I went to um, the name of that store, Family Dollar, right? They don't have it that in California. I went to Family Dollar because I decided I was going to sell Avon. Was it Avon? I think it was. Did I do that here? I think I did. Yes. I did. Okay, yeah. Right, okay. So I was going to become an Avon lady in remembrance of my mom, who was a total Avon lady, right? (laughs) By the way, I like Mary Kay better, but that's a long story. So I was trying to get customers. And so I had my Avon books, and so I went to Family Dollar to get something. I had an Avon book with me. And, um, And I said to the cashier, who was rather grumpy that day, um, I said, you know, can I go ahead and give you an Avon book? And she's like, no, no, I ain't going to buy it. I don't wear makeup. And what she didn't know was I had just bought a candy bar and I bought two candy bars, one for me and one for her. Cause I started making it an evangelism tactic to give a candy bar to the cashier wherever I went and checked out just for fun, just for the heck of it. And so <laughs> she's like, no, you can't, you can't give me that Avon book. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I said, do you like chocolate by any chance? Oh, I love chocolate. I said, here's a candy bar for you with the one I just bought. I said, I actually bought that for you, just so you know. Her whole countenance changed, right? I mean, totally, totally changed. She said, thank you. And she said, you know what? I have an idea. I go, what? <laughs> she said, you know, how about we take that Avon book that you're give, you want to give me? We'll just put it over here in the break room, and the and the other ladies here can go ahead and they can look through it if they're interested. I said, okay, there you go. See, that's planting a seed, people. That's planting a seed. <laughs> but I could have said to her, really? I was just going to give you this candy bar and forget you, lady. <laughs> I am not, you know, you don't deserve this candy bar after that attitude that you just gave me. <laughs> it was so funny because I tried to do the whole candy bar thing in, in like a grocery store and they're like, ma'am, you can't do that. I'm like, what? I can't give a candy bar away. <laughs> and they're like, no, those baggers, you you know, they, they can't, you know, <laughs> we wouldn't want them to eat a candy bar, you know, oh, that might be horrible. <laughs> so Anyway. I think it's funny. So, do you have any news, or did you want to share some good news, Bareface, well, or well, or some what? some funny news? Okay, I go thought ahead, it was, okay. I always thought it was funny. 
Um, it is funny, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I'll bring this up. Okay. On the screen. I thought this was kind of funny. We'll look at it from a biblical perspective. Okay. Uh, Skittles, all white candy for LGBT oh. celebrations blasted for racism. Ooh. So here's the deal. You know, Skittles <laughs> doing their part to celebrate Pride Month. They are blasted for racism? Takes away the rainbow from their candy. At least in the Germany and UK they did this. Oh, they did? Yeah. You know, because Skittles, is, you know, taste the rainbow and it's all about the, uh, <laughs> you know, tasting the rainbow, the flavor uh-huh. colors. Anyway. So, they take away the rainbow and they manufacture for June, uh-huh. Pride Month, all their candies is white in a you know, black and white uh, wrapper, as you see here. And then, of course, you know, then the haters come out, you know. Skittles went and ticked me off with this poorly veiled white supremacist white candy <laughs> blank. <laughs> And then, uh, also, do white Skittles feel a little racist to anyone? And then there's all these comments about, you know, normalization of whiteness is a problem because we live in a society where whiteness is considered standard. Anyway, so, was, <laughs> so all these people going off on Skittles that this is a thinly veiled, you know, white supremacy racist thing. Even on the bag, it says there's only, you know, there's only one rainbow that matters this month, you know, trying to give LGBT pride celebration center stage. And put a one of your happy June's almost over. <laughs> Anyways, uh. sort of cracked me up that you know the, you know the, you know sensitive, uh, you know, socialists, you know who should be embracing. Oh, they're celebrating diversity. You know, take away the rainbow. It's like, well, this is white supremacist stuff. This is racist, and like, oh my goodness. I mean. I mean, there were a few people commenting and commenters saying, really, you know, they must have problem with a, a blank sheet of white paper, you know, shaking my head. I mean, so immediately I thought of Matthew chapter 11. Also, it's recorded in Luke chapter 7. And um, I'm going to bring that up on the screen. Maybe uh, familiar with it. Uh, when Yeshua, Jesus was talking about Yochanan, the immerser, John the baptizer, you know, and just how people received it in the culture. And uh, verse 16, his generation reminds me of this generation. Uh, verse 16. <laughs> but to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge for you, and you did not mourn. For John came neither neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Uh, yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. And so, you know, a generation that wouldn't be happy, you know, with... Um, you know, John the Baptist comes, he's not eating, oh, he's got a demon, because he's not eating, drinking. Well, Jesus comes eating, drinking, oh, look, a glutton and a, you know, a drunkard, whatever <laughs> it's, like, they just won't be happy, you know, that, um, looking for reasons to be upset, and we see the same thing here, I mean, yeah, mockery always been with us, indeed, um, you know, Skittles trying to 
placate the LGBT community and it still ticks off somebody, you know, ticks off the bleeding heart liberals. Oh, because this is a white supremacist thing. This is a racist thing. And so, you know, there's always going to be some perceived social injustice. And then there, and there are true ones, but I mean, candies, come on, people. <laughs> a bag of candy is a, is a, is a whatever I'm trying to think of the word of, you know, an icon of racism and social injustice, even when they're trying to, and, and this is, and this is with Skittles trying to be culturally relevant and, you know, and, and diverse and all this. You know, when it comes to things of God, you know, no matter what it is, people will be dead set against it even more so and try to, and that was the case, speaking of spiritually sensitive, it was in that very same, uh, in response, that very same sort of thing, you know, that the religious leaders, the Pharisees, scribes were rejecting Yeshua, rejecting him as Messiah, and then you know, dismissing everything he said, things that he did. And finally he comes and he does this miracle. I mean, exorcism is miracle, but this messianic miracle and that he casts out uh, a demon to which he doesn't speak to, you know, one making a person mute and he commands the demon to come out. And, and so in their own uh, rabbinic Judaism, the only way to explain that is this is the Messiah. But they were so dead set against receiving him as Messiah. They said, well, look, he casts out demons by the prince of demons, which, which makes no sense. <laughs> and, right, but doesn't it say before that house divided against itself can't well, stand? After that, yeah, that, after that, yeah. Yeah, after that. And Yeshua points that out, that it doesn't, it makes, doesn't make sense. He tells them in elaborate words. But... In that context, he says, every manner of sin will be forgiven men, but blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Now, it doesn't say that the, that was blasphemy, Holy Spirit, but I think at least he's saying, be careful, this is getting really close. When you attribute the works of the Holy Spirit to the devil, you're yeah. in bad shape when you're just so dead sent against receiving and believing the things of God that you'll attribute the things of God to the devil that's definitely not being spiritually sensitive that um right you know, so dead sent and so um even as believers I think we need to be careful and being serious spiritually sensitive when the Holy Spirit says to us go talk to that person go join up with that chariot Stay late at pickleball, you know, go to Target and use this coupon, whatever. And if we... I don't know, it's so weird, too. And if, and if we dismiss the things of God, the things of the Spirit, and say, no, well, that was just the pizza I ate for lunch, or that was just, oh, I'm just, I'm just trying to think good of myself and want to do a good deed in my flesh or whatever, or I know I'm too busy dismissing the things of the Spirit, you know. You know, you know what, you know what, um, we need to be <clears throat> careful, I think, you know what, number one lesson I've learned in dealing with my dad, who's almost 89 and has dementia and Parkinson's, guess what it is? Yeah. yeah steps steps of righteous man are ordered by God. Right. The number one lesson I've learned with my dad is slow down 
and be patient. Hmm. And and the reason that that's the number one lesson I've learned is that when you're dealing with a man who walks with a walker and who shakes and, you know, is relatively blind. I mean, he's got glasses, but, you know, his vision isn't really good. Um, <clears throat> you have to slow down. But one of the number one things I've learned in business coaching is, is, um, uh, is, uh, slow down, stabilize and systemize. <laughs> and it's so true. I mean, me and my friend Jennifer Fee have been talking about this a lot. We've been, we've been reading a book together called, uh, Waiting on God by Andrew Murray. It's a devotional and the whole thing is all about waiting and slowing down. Um, but, but you know, it, it's, at first, I have to tell you, I saw that I saw that you were sorry about my dad. I appreciate that, um, but I have to tell you, the fact that I even have a relationship with my dad is actually a miracle. With, I mean, God gave me my dad forty years later. Um, so I don't see it as a bad thing, but I had to learn to slow down because when you're around old people, elderly people, like super old people. <laughs> Not seniors, like they say you're, you can be a senior, you can do the senior Olympics at 49 and a half, right? <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> Bareface could be in the senior Olympics, but like 89 almost, that's old. Just so you know, that's super old. And so when I walk with my dad, it's like a little step, a little step, a little step, a little step. You know, it's more like a shuffle, but whatever. <clears throat> and see, that's the thing. I don't think we slow down enough to go, okay, what was that? You know, you know, and, and being constantly in a hurry. Even, even when I was a therapist, you know, one of the things I learned in therapy training was, you know, your voice, right? And, and you guys know this, you know, I, I just watch TV and listen to different broadcasters Generally, a good broadcaster speaks really fast because they want to hold your attention. But when you're doing therapy, you if you speak fast to your client, you can create more anxiety in that client. So you learn to slow down, talk slower, be more gentle, provide a place of calmness and peace, serenity. Yeah, you can relate. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I can relate. It's, you know, dealing with the elderly is hard. He was training you for this time. That's, that's, yeah. I, you know, isn't that weird, Eva? It is weird. My life hasn't turned out the way I expected it, but I wouldn't change it. You know what I mean? So, oh, so let me read you. Can I read you a story that I got? This is a good story. You like this? Okay. So this is read a story to us. This is called. Uh, this is titled "Kentucky Says Okay to Teaching the Bible in Schools." Oh yeah, saw that. Yeah. Well, see, Kentucky is a hick state here in the South. <laughs> have you ever talked to anybody from Kentucky? They have this twang. This anyway. Um, okay. It says here, public schools in Kentucky can now teach kids about the Bible through elective courses, thanks to a new bill approved by Governor Matt Bevin on Tuesday. The bill quickly passed the House and the Senate, which is good. Representative D.J. Johnson uh, R., a Republican, Owensboro, sponsored the bill and said students need to understand the role the Bible plays in America's history. It really did set the foundation for 
or foundation that our founding fathers used to develop documents like the De- Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. All of those came from principles from the Bible, which is actually true, by the way. School boards uh, now have the option of developing a Bible literacy class as part of their social studies curriculum. The course would not be a requirement for students, but an elective. And I'm pretty sure there's some angry atheists out there who are like, what about the separation of church and state? Whatever. Uh, the idea, (laughs) the idea that we would not want this to be an option for people in school, that would be crazy. I don't know why every state would not embrace this. Why we as a nation would not embrace this, Bevan told people during a ceremony at the Capitol Rotunda. Meanwhile, the Kentucky branch of the ACLU is concerned about how the new law will be implemented in schools. Of course! (laughs) They told WDRB-TV they want to monitor how the law will take effect. We want to make sure that teachers can teach and make sure that they don't go in and preach advocacy director kate miller said that supporters assure the department of education will have a hand in helping schools develop the course as long as we're careful with the curriculum itself there won't be any constitutional issues johnston said and we'll do that bevin told uh, said critics should not be concerned about the bill you could be an atheist you could be and you would appreciate there's a lot of wisdom in the bible he said the bill takes effect friday which is today by the way um i happen to see Another story, I will just say this. I think I posted this on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Bible News Radio. And I think somebody said the concern that they would have would be who would actually be teaching the class on the Bible. So if you if you get a, a liberal, uh, unbiblical professor who hates the Bible, they're forced to teach the class. Can you imagine how they can like twist it and make it sound like all horrible? The Bible, that's a book that like oppresses women and blah blah, and it hates gay people and it does this and, blah, and it says all blacks should be killed. I mean, I I could see it going awry, but but Isaiah fifty five eleven right or is it twelve? says that God's word doesn't return a void. It will accomplish that, the purpose with which he sends it forth. So those seeds, you know, even if you have somebody teaching it improperly, God can still use it for his glory and get people, right? So you can never underestimate that. Um, and then I have one other story. I actually saw this. Janet Parshall tweeted this out a couple of days ago. And uh, in her tweet, she said, was this a hate crime? And Randall, I don't know if you saw this. Um, I don't know if I saw it either. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> trying to find the tweet. Yeah, here it is. This was covered by USA Today. Apparently, there was a new Ten Commandments monument that was set up in Arkansas. Hmm. And it was smashed to pieces less than 24 hours after it was placed on the state capitol grounds. Hmm coincidence it was funded by private donations according to the usa today report actually this was posted two days ago and um and all that so my question is why is there such animosity towards the bible and the ten commandments people if it isn't god's word who cares right right you know but that's the power of god unto salvation that's why the devil don't public schools california schools anyway you can memorize uh Surahs from the Quran, you know, right? Adopt your Muslim name and stuff like that while you're studying Islam. But yeah, that Bible, 
Bible on school property. That's dangerous. Dangerous stuff. Yep, guns, God, and the Bible. Just so you know, I have an amplified Bible. Better watch out now. <laughs> Can turn it up to 11. I know, right? <laughs> the host of my show is Bible News Radio. Yeah, I love it when I tell people what I do. It's so funny because sometimes I'm like, well, what do you guys do? Well, Bible News Radio. What do you guys talk about on Bible News Radio? Uh, I talk about the Bible. <laughs> And the news. <laughs> That's how I came up with the name. It took me a long time, but, you know, it's really good. What? Is the show over? Yeah, we're in it an hour, so. But don't we have to do, like, 15 minutes over? Oh, we can. Oh. I actually set the show up for 90 minutes on Blog Talk. All right, let's stop the music. <laughs> we can do only 15 more minutes if you'd like that. Okay, so now that our new segment is over... Do you guys have any questions or comments? First of all, I want to thank you all for coming in. I know that, I know cool. Denise. First of all, I'm going to call out Denise. Denise is um, Denise right there. Denise, put a one up so people can follow you if they want. Um, or put like a whole bunch. There you are. You got to go, guys. Summertime up here. Enjoy the show. Love you. See, okay, wait. Don't leave. You got to wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tell people how great you are. Denise, many, many years ago. I don't even know how many years ago it was I met you. But Denise actually used to work at Ariel Ministries. And not only that, so not only does she understand the value of of the word and how it's taught there, but Denise is probably our number one donor over the last 10 years to this show. She has helped us like financially more than anybody. Um, and so, and now she's over here on Periscope, even though, she would prefer Blog Talk Radio because of the stupid thing. But you know what, Denise? Thank you for coming over. And if at any time you want me to send you the MP3 of any of our shows because you can't watch it on Periscope, you got a girl. No problemo. And you know what the worst part is? I've never, ever met her in person. And yet I feel like I've known, well, we've known each other for quite a while, actually. So uh, anyway, we love you, just so you know. It's so weird because I feel like, you know, we've known you a lot. Well, we have, you know. Isn't, you know, how long have we known you? Do you know? I don't remember. But, but see, there's lots of pillars of the community before there was the pillar of the community. And Denise has been one of those for us. So I just like seeing your icon in here. <laughs> Even though I can't see it that good, I can still see it. It's like right down there. I can probably see it better if I go like this. No, not really, actually. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Randall, you want to say anything to Denise? Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Isn't he cute? Ta-da. Huzzah. Is that right? Is that no. a Jewish? No, I don't know what that I is. I don't know. Might be Yiddish or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it, Denise. You can go now. And she probably already left. No, she's still there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless you want to say something, then you can say something. But, uh, Yep. One of these days. One of these days. Who knows? You never know. But you never know. Pennsylvania isn't that far from New York, is it? No, not really. Hmm. Well, if I ever get to meet my aunt in New York, it's right next to Pennsylvania. Maybe we can hop over. I don't know. We'll see. Nashville is is within 600 miles. Of everywhere? Mile, well, 50% of the population of the United States. Yeah. 
It's within 600-mile radius of Nashville. Yes. I have a dream to meet all of my listeners in person. Hmm. So, I don't know if I'll ever do. I don't know if I ever will be able to, but... Yeah. So... All right, so you have any other news items? It depends where in Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's like the Ohio side and the I've New never, York side. Actually, I have been to Pennsylvania once. In heaven. Something in heaven. Yeah, we'll, meet, meet, we'll yeah. be able to meet in heaven. Yeah, no, I went to Pennsylvania. I went, I went to Pitts, Pittsburgh. Actually, the Family yeah. Research Council paid my way to go out. And I covered a Justice Sunday event that um, our... Um, um, Dr. Alveda King was speaking at, um, and met her there and, uh, and some other people. So yeah, that was a long time ago. That was the coolest trip ever though. I'll tell you, they paid my way out. They put me up in the hotel. I got to do my blogging. It was great. Totally paid for it. By the way, that also reminds me that if any of you want me and Bareface or just me or just Bareface to go speak to you in person anywhere, you know, we're open to it. We are, after all, missionaries on the beat, people. Hmm. So, just let us know. It would be cool if we could book a gig in New Zealand, because I haven't <laughs> been there yet. Nor have I. I've been to Australia, but I wouldn't mind going back there either. I love the kangaroos. Hmm. Not yeah. the big spiders, though. You guys can keep those. Hmm. But, anyway. I, one of these days, it would be kind of cool to go to the... um. You know, to, uh, uh, you know, well, it would be really nice to come back, but yeah. you know how expensive it is to go? That's the thing. Uh, yeah. Worth every penny, but lots of pennies. Yeah, it's a lot of pennies. But Coulomb Beach, we went there. It was really super nice. That was really nice. We went to Brisbane. Did we fly yeah. into Sydney? I don't remember. We flew into Brisbane. Oh, we flew into Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. So just stayed there in Queensland. It is totally beautiful. It's one of the places on God's green earth that's probably the most beautiful place in the whole entire world. Uh, yeah, which is why I want to go to New Zealand because I hear it's just as nice. And we met a lot of New Zealanders. Yeah, so I'd like to come to Sydney. Yes, if we go to Sydney, when we do, it will probably be like for our fiftieth wedding anniversary. That's Lord Terry's. <laughs> well, if we're still around, I mean, what? In 50, see, that'd be fifty. Add 25 years to our, our age right now. Let's see. How old would Bareface be? 53 plus 25. Carry the you'd eight. Be, <laughs> yes, you'd be 78. Right. I would be, let's see, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> I'd be 73. <laughs> hey, it's possible. You never know, people. Well. Plan that for our 50th wedding anniversary. Sure. For our 25th, uh, we we were going to go somewhere, but we just can't afford it. So we're like, I don't know what we're going to do. Something. I'm going to have to come up with something memorable. Know. It is the silver, the big silver. It's silver? Yeah. Uh, how many of you have been married over 25 years? Put a put a one in the chat, chat box. All things are possible. Yep. With God, they are. Yes. If God is willing. Okay, um. so, all right. One person, that's mm. it? Only one person's been married over 25 years? 
All right. How many of you have actually had parents that were married over 25 years? I haven't, just so you know. Nor have I. Well, yes. Well, yeah. Well. One parent. Yeah. But it wasn't his first marriage. Right. Yeah. Oh, so Eva has. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. Yes, almost 60 years. Wow. Oh, Kathy, wow. That's that's very good. That's... Now, Kathy, is your name a C or a, is, it, is it, is it? Kathy with a K. It, it is? Mm-hmm. Kathy with a Y or an I? Uh, with a Y, yeah. Okay. Y-H-T-A-K. <laughs> Paul Aldridge is in your head, isn't he? I guess. Uh, it's funny. Oh, I bet I could find that on YouTube. That would be funny to end the show with. Yeah, it'd be funny in more ways than one. This is complete non sequitur. But know, it is but free be, for all Friday. I know, but it would be funny. So, are you sure? That, okay. Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Here it is. It, okay, you guys will love this. Okay, hold on. So this is Paul Aldridge, who actually lives here in our area. Oh. He is a comic. He, is he used a, to live in California as well. Yeah, we met him in California. So this is called a, Dyslex, a Dyslexic Love Song, Y-H-T-A-K. Hopefully there's no commercial. Oh, there isn't. Okay. Listen to this. You'll love this. Kathy. We'll do this for you, Kathy. Y-H-T-A-K. And as I spoke her name one last time, Kathy died and went to heaven. But then without warning, she became gravely ill. (laughs) We were so happy then. (laughs) We had a boy, then a girl. Soon, we were expecting our first. (laughs) Finally, we bought a home then moved into our first apartment. (laughs) So off we went on our honeymoon. (laughs) Soon she was dressed in white, walking down the aisle. The next day, I asked her to marry me. (laughs) Y-H-T-A-K And as we danced the night away, I said, Would you care to dance? Oh, hello. My name is Paul. (laughs) Then she asked me, what's yours? (laughs) My name is Kathy with a Y and a K. It was love at first sight. Then suddenly, I saw her. All my life, I felt so alone. It's not dyslexic. Being easy. Y H T A. That is so classic. Not only that, but, but. <clears throat> He's done this other one too. Is it the Gilligan's Island one? Yeah, politically correct. Um. Hmm. Gilligan's politically correct island or something like that. Okay, wait, hold on. 
Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Here it is. You all have a great weekend as well. Um, wait, you got to hear this, oh, though. Y'all. Okay. Gilligan's PC Island. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale that's politically correct. These days you must be sensitive to the right and to the left. So we've made a few cast changes to reflect diversity. These days you can't have seven stranded white people on TV. White people on TV. <laughs> it's so true. So here's a cast of castaways we hope will not offend. A liberal, a conservative, a black, Asian, Latino, disabled, vertically challenged, environmentally sensitive, gender neutral, homeless man, a Native American, here on tolerance, no animals have been harmed. Yep. He does a song called Therapy, too. Um, which. Therapy. I'm not half the man I used to be. Hmm. Um, trying to find it. Well, there's also. The, yeah, now we have Survivor. Yep. Uh, but there's Rapper Church Historical, too. Hi, hi I'm hi, Gilbert. Hi, I'm Fighting prejudice, the social gospel, Isaac Newton, then the Great Awakening, no slavery, religious freedom, there for the partakening. Capitalism, Nazism, communism, Billy Graham, Aaron Sarah, William, Jenny, Ryan, Second Vatican. I have a dream of churches forming councils, ecumenical, and almond hope the sword is not so mighty as a panicle. Jesus movement, Jim and Tammy, morals in majority. Charismatic, folks from Paul the Second, Jesus, you and me, in short, her is the summary in order categorical. I am the major master. I am the major master of the modern trip historical. I am the major master. 
So he does this other one. Oh, he does this other one. He does one about Hillary, which we've played a lot. Yeah, but the really California cool. one. Yeah. California Nightmare. Yeah, California Nightmare. Oh. That's part of the reason why we left California. This is hilarious. If I could find it. Wait. Do you see it? Um, no, I'm not looking for it. Ah, uh, you guys got to hear this one. This is funny. New Age California. That's what it's called. Hmm. Okay, where is it? Well, I don't, I don't think that's it. New Age California. California Nightmare. I think it's what you're thinking now. Okay, let's see here. Well, it came up New Age California. Well. Okay, wait. Paul Aldrich and California Nightmare. California Nightmare. Hmm. Oh, New Age California is one that's done to the tune of Hotel California. Okay. And California Nightmare is one done to the tune of California Dreaming. Did you find it? No, I'm just just remembering. (laughs) And we're past our 15 minutes. Are we really? Yeah. We are. But there's 30 videos here. I'm just... Ah, come on, there's got to be... Wait, we got to end this on a funny note. Okay, there's that one there. Modern Church Historical, Abraham and Isaac, Angels Used to Play, Homeschool, Middle-Aging Man. That was funny. Mm. Mary, were you told? (laughs) Mary, were you told that your baby boy would someday walk on water? Um. Mary, were you told... <laughs> Something about your sons and daughters. Okay. Apparently I can't find it. Well, that's all right. It's really good, though. Yeah, it is. But, well, people know where to find out more now. PaulAldrich.com. A-L-D-R-I-C-H. PaulAldrich.com. Yeah, it's really weird. Abraham and Isaac... Kumbaya. We'll do that one. The Kumbaya medley. This is a good one. There you go. Somebody singing Kumbaya. Somebody singing Bye Kumbaya. Somebody singing (laughs) A little bit of Kumbaya in my life. A little bit of Kumbaya makes it right. A little bit of I want to Kumbaya. I like that one. Yep, there you go, people. (laughs) 
What's really funny is that Paul is actually one of the, the big um, biggest supporters of the Crisis Pregnancy Center here in Middle Tennessee. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. Very cool. So. Middle aging man. This is Randall. Are you not on for a reason? Because I was looking away. <laughs> That's Randall. He's losing hair with every day that passes. And with every move he makes. We need to go eat dinner. Another muscle aches. Yep, that's Fairface. He did that a few times. Middle aging man, middle aging man. They've taken away your sports car. One day he'll finish off his last assignment. Then he'll trade that minivan for a Harley Davidson and ride until his hemorrhoids cause him sorrow. This is Paul Aldridge. Funny, it's him right there on the screen. people all right so there you go thank you and good night all right so there is no pillar of the there's no um what do you call it tonight right daily disciples daily disciples none okay all right so thank you guys for tuning into this late afternoon edition of bible news radio to those of you listening on blog talk radio if you've listened this far please go to biblenewsradio.com join our email list and or go over to periscope.tv forward slash Bible News Radio where you can get your future episodes of our show until we figure out a different podcast provider to use. Remember, be bold, stand up, go with God. It's been nice having you here on Blog Talk. Take care. And remember, arise and evangelize in 2017. What the heck? It ended. <laughs> <laughs>